0: Just a quick note on audio quality, uh, this is a Zoom recording because one of our DAWs crashed during the uh, the chat and we didn't notice, so uh, I, I record on Zoom as a backup and this is that recording. So a little lower quality this week, but not lower quality in the sense of how good the conversation is. All right, let's get into it. This week's episode is brought to you by Patchworks Seattle, our lovely little synth shop here. Please visit their online store at patchwerks.com to look at their vast inventory uh, with modules from manufacturers such as 4MS, Recovery Effects, WMD, Intelligel, Mutable Instruments, Make Noise, AI Synthesis. I mean, the list goes on and on. I'd also like to say thank you to Needham Woodworks, For their continued support of the show, the finest Eurorat cases in the land, please visit them at needhamwoodworks.com. So every sound that you've heard so far has come from the harmonic shift oscillator from New Systems Instruments, a brand new modular synthesizer company. The harmonic shift oscillator produces harmonic and inharmonic spectra through an all-analog circuitry. It provides similar capabilities to FM synthesis, but with a more direct relationship between the parameters and the resulting spectrum. You can separately control the tuning, the level of the harmonics, and the harmonic stride, which is the spacing between the consecutive harmonics. The harmonic shift oscillator has CV control over all parameters uh, with carefully chosen ranges. It responds well to self-modulation as well. So, what you hear right now is actually uh, a couple of really basic modulation sources, uh, modulating the the level and stride input and a little on the FM synthesis input. Um, but for the remainder of this demo, I'm gonna show you how much fun it is to manually play the stride and level um, parameters. so there's there's nothing going into this. I'm just letting it drone into some delay and then some reverb and then manually playing it. And it's a lot very textural, just a lot of fun. Um, so yeah. New Systems Instruments, Harmonic Shift Oscillator. Go check it out, link in the show description. back to another episode of Podular Modcast. My name is Tim Held. This week we have Olafur boguson on the show. He is the creator of the Wave Ring from Genki Instruments, the ring that allows you to control sound, shape effects, and sound commands through movement and three programmable triggers. And we're going to talk all about that uh, here in a moment. Um, I met Olafur when I was uh, moderating a panel for Synth Booth, and uh, yeah, I was just really interested in, in his... Uh, in the in the wave in the wave ring and i wanted to learn more about it and where how it started and where it all came from so we're going to get into that here in a moment but first I want to talk to you about what Afterlater Audio has been up to. Of course, uh, the new Benjolin V2 is out and available, and a lot of fun. But they've got three more modules on the way. Um, Some are out now, and some will be uh, shipping soon. But the pre-sale is available for for everything that I'm about to uh, mention. So first is Baker, which is a six HP version of the Mutable Instruments Peaks that adds CV inputs and attenuators for each of the four parameters. Um, It's called Baker because that's one of our volcanoes here in. Washington and then our biggest volcano in Washington is called Rainier and it is the namesake of the second version of Peaks that um, Afterlater is releasing. It's a little bit bigger. It's an 8 HP version of Mutable Instruments Peaks that adds CV inputs and attenuators for each of the four parameters and adds attenuators for each of the outputs. So it just takes that idea of Peaks and really expands it and adds some functionality to it, which is really cool. Um, and then the one I'm very excited about is the BOG. And uh, BOG is an 8 HP redesign of the Erica Synth Swamp module, which was originally inspired by the famous wired Wogglebug modular. But the BOG has moved the smooth range switch to the front panel and added an input for the sample and hold circuit. So um, yeah, if you want some really fun, wacky uh, random stuff, go check out BOG, which can be found at afterlateraudio.com. Okay, we're gonna get into this chat in a moment. I'm probably gonna do uh, one more demo for you really quick but before i do that i just got to tell you that this comic book thing this graphic novel thing has kind of taken over my life you can just read them too quickly um so i just i i've i've just gone through a lot lately and it's kind of expensive um but you know most good hobbies are i mean i'm into modular um but the thing is with me and I think I've mentioned this on the show is every time I get really into something all of a sudden I want to try it. So now I've been practicing drawing. I've never been an artist or anything. So I got some books on how to draw because I for some reason think that I'm going to make my own like comic strip or graphic novel and it's just like why at 36 would I try to do that? Like because I'm already doing a podcast and pursuing, you know, all sorts of other things. Why would I disrupt that? with trying to to make my own comics It's just, it seems ridiculous, but um, Washington just went into another uh, lockdown and uh, I work from home. So, you know, maybe it's not that ridiculous. Anyways, if you have some suggestions for me, let me know. I'm I'm not so much into the superhero side of the thing. Um, I'm more into like the, alternative, kind of absurd, funny stuff. So uh, hit me up on the Discord. Um, Come on over to the Discord and hang out. It's been a lot of fun. Patch submissions, music submissions, um, you know, positive social change thread there's just, it's 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 really popping off. and I, I just love seeing all these new people showing up every day and uh, yeah, it's just a fun place to hang out. And uh, thank you to everybody who has supported me on Patreon so far. I very much appreciate it. And if you would like to help keep the LEDs blinking over here at PodMod, I would very much appreciate if you could head over to patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. Um, my goal is 175 patrons within the next six months. Can we do that? I'm hovering right at 135 because new people come in and then the people who've been been with me for a while, they, they drop off and that's totally fine. I don't expect anybody to sign up for life, obviously. So everybody who has come on and helped and then has, you know, stopped, I just want to say thank you to you. And there's, you know, zero hard feelings about that. Let's boost up the new people coming in. And we can do it. We can make the world a better place through keeping Podular Modcast going via patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. All right, let's jam on this 4MS percussion interface and percussion interface expander. I'm going to put my guitar through it and I'm going to put all the CV outs into uh, a bunch of different filters and distortions. And uh, we're just going to do some, some crazy metal jamming for a moment. And then we're going to get into this chat with Oliver from Genki Instruments. Thank you for coming back to Podular Modcast. So that's my uh, my quick and dirty um, metal jam using the percussion interface and the percussion interface expander. So it's, it's made obviously with uh, drums in mind, but you can use any audio in source and um, you can create gates and envelopes um, from that. So I'm just using uh, multiple envelopes, uh, inverse out, and then the positive. Uh, out and then a gate to trigger one mass. Um, and I'm just controlling cutoffs on, fil- on uh, a couple of different filters, and uh, and I'm controlling some of the parameters on the portal from Mystic Circuits, which is just this crazy distortion thing. Um, but yeah, you could do all all sorts of different stuff with this percussion interface and the interface expander. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to plug my guitar and, into it and rip through some some uh, some weird kind of metal-y stuff. Um, anyways, let's let's talk to uh, Oliver. Cool. All right. Well thank you so much for uh for joining me Oliver. Um is it Bogason? Is that how you say your last name?
1: Yeah, Bogason. It's uh okay. It's, uh, Icelandic trans uh, uh pronunciations are always a bit <laughs> bit <Yeah>. of...
0: <laughs> Well, I'm kind of famously bad at um pronouncing people's names, I think. So Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so thanks for thanks for bearing with that. Um Yeah. So you're from Genki Instruments, and we're going to get mm-hmm. into what you guys do over there. Um, but I like to get to know the, uh, the individuals behind the stuff first. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of curious, um, I guess, when did music come into your life in a way that was, was more than just being you know, kind of a passive listener? When, when, what gra- was there anything in particular that grabbed you like that made you want to participate rather than listen?
1: Oh wow! Yeah, it's a it's a great great question. I I mean, I think my 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 parents they pushed me into playing a cl- the clarinet when I was a kid.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I really hated that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, but through that, I got a chance to you know. We had to you know, practice for concerts. Uh, I didn't practice. I you was know, just staying in front of a of a, you know, playing in front of of uh, of, of people and uh, really being bad at it so i didn't really f- i didn't get a lot of like a lot of joy out of it but then i saw this guy that was playing in a similar concert at this 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 music school that i was where i was uh, uh that I was enrolled in and, and he was playing a classical guitar and i was like whoa this is the most cool instrument i've ever seen i just loved the <laughs> sound of it it sounded so smooth and it sounded so just great And i just was absolutely like uh, blown away and I said to my my parents afterwards, like I want to play the classical guitar, like this is this is the real deal here, like this is. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they were they were they were kind of. Uh- they they were you know nice enough to to allow me I mean from a hu- I come from a huge uh, a, a privileged position t- to be able to enroll in a music class in first in the first place but then mm-hmm. I had to change into the into the classical guitar and then it just I was absolutely just uh, enamored with it and just practiced all day every day and and got pretty good and that I think is like a marking point for when I was kind of like. The, I mean of course it must have been a lot of lot of things but especially like I remember seeing this guy playing the guitar it was just like wow like is the music what that what a what an amazing thing but but my parents they also sang in a choir I had to say like when they were in high school and I also had the chance to kind of be involved this is a really like unique choir it's a choir in for like a college choir and it goes all around the world and sings and has this really amazing conductor called Thorker, Thorker <laughs> i'm not even gonna try that one
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's a it's a mouthful um yeah but she is an amazing woman an amazing woman and she and i and my parents they both were both a part of this choir when, when they were in college, the same college, and that I later attended and had the, had the opportunity to sing in her choir as well. And, you know, that was like, then there I really, um, you know, was kind of introduced to this formal music training. You know, we were just twice a week, three and a half hours, you know, just college kick with no, basically, like most of them with no musical background. You know, so it's really like, it was really, really unique choir and the really um, you know, then you really get this opportunity to really push yourself and put with a group also the, the choir and, and, and you have this amazing experiences when you have this beaut- have this opportunity to, to 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 sing in like a really beautiful music halls. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we went to you know Europe and uh, all over the place to to sing. So, so that was a really unique opportunity and a moment for me to sing and and, and kind of cultivate music. But I've, I've been music has been a huge
0: part of my life since I can remember myself. But, it sounds think, like you know, live music in particular, too. Like kind mm-hmm. of in in almost um, in very intimate settings. You know, seeing mm-hmm. like a classical guitarist, and then you know being around your parents, being in a choir. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine that has a lot has a, a heavy influence on kind of the direction that you go. Absolutely.
1: And then I played in a bunch of bands. Like I was in like uh, post rock bands and, uh, uh, yeah, like, uh, m- m- not that maybe, maybe like alternative rock or something like that. Yeah. When I was a teenager. So uh, a lot of, uh, live uh, performers also, like in the pubs downtown and stuff like that. So.
0: Okay. And uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in Reykjavik. Okay, I was wondering because that's where you are yeah. now, right?
1: Yeah, that's where we are now. Yeah, okay. And, uh, I think Reykjavik, like it's uh, such a small city. Like there are only, I think, um, like less than two hundred thousand people that live here in the like the the, the big, the big city. Mm-hmm. But in the downtown area, is so small, and uh, and uh, and yeah, the music scene is really involved, and there's there's like still like a. I mean, obviously not right now, but uh, in, in when when things were normal back, there was a really active music scene, and, and like artists play, like uh, musicians playing in really different scenes. Like it's not just like the the you know uh, death rock scene or like all um. the you know metal scene. It's it's like they kind of the flux. People will like go all over the place and and and, and play in different and different bands. So
0: that's that's really cool, I think, and 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 yeah. So c- could you potentially go to a, a local show and see like um, like a, a metal band and then somebody playing like modular on the same on the same night?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think modular <laughs> modular. I mean, I think yeah, you could definitely see a guy playing modular on stage, but he would probably be with a a a, a, a group or something. But I yeah. think yeah, I can definitely see that happening. Yeah.
0: So, yeah so uh what is is there much of a modular scene out there? I haven't heard I, much.
1: Yeah no there's I mean there's definitely there's a scene um and we've been trying we had the inaugural Reykjavik modular meetup uh, uh last year which was great there were like maybe 100 150 people that showed up. Okay. Uh and then we have active Facebook group where people are like buying and selling modules you know you know gossiping uh-huh. and what what not so i mean it's a, it's, a, it's a scene so it's it's
0: cool it's really cool that's awesome that's really yeah. cool mm. so how do you start getting did you did you start getting into synths um you know college or like how how did that happen
1: yeah man so i have this wild wild story so uh i was <laughs> uh, uh when i was younger i used to like frequent these like which is basically like eBay or something like that for mm-hmm. you know for or I, the Icelandic eBay. <laughs> 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 but it's particularly for music gear and I was like so uh-huh. in, like I was absolutely obsessed with like checking out music gear. And I and I caught this great uh, so there's the synthesizer like Juno 60. Okay, it looks okay. It looks like a cool synthesizer. Let's let's bid for it and I and I actually got the got the bid for it. And I think I paid like $200 for it or something like that. Oh wow. Yeah, Juno sixty, and then, and then after that, there was kind of no no turning back in terms of synths. Yeah. Like just like that synth in like it's such a beautiful piece of gear, and it's such That's a, a really so good price well,
0: too, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. uh, it's an actual steel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. So what think, what brings you to what brought you to like wanting to buy a synth because. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you know at the time like what you were mm-hmm. looking for? Or was it just kind of like, I've heard of this, I want to get this? And um, did you know what kind of good deal you were getting?
1: Yeah, I think, I think obviously from the music that I was listening to at the time, it involved a lot of synths. Um, I mean, I was I was really into these kind of uh, alternative alternative rock bands at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, clap your hands, say yeah, or yeah. you know, I was a teenager, like and also listening to like the Smiths and all these. Like th- there was some there was something in the soundscape that kind of captured my attention, especially in terms of going away from the rock and into more into the. Kind of uh, synthesizer, or, or at least like introducing the synthesizer into the rock band. Also, mm-hmm. a huge fan of Talking Hats as well. So mm-hmm. I think that was kind of what kind of sparked sparked uh, my interest. Um, but I think it was yeah, it's it's hard to go back and kind of pinpoint exactly what it was. But I think uh-huh. the synths and I mean computer and gears as always always something that has really kind of uh, uh, I've been just naturally drawn to. Mm-hmm. So the synths were were just like a. a kind of a, an extension of that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I kind of,
0: same thing with me. You mm. know, I grew up yeah, just listening yeah. mostly to rock and playing guitar and mm. bands and stuff. Mm. And uh, yeah, you start to hear the synths and you're like, how yeah. do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> exactly, and then yeah. you find yourself, yeah, 15 years later with too many modules coming <laughs> out of your ears. <laughs> yeah. What, what was your first synth? Do you remember? I first, um, yeah, it was a Yamaha... What 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 is it? It's a um, dang I can't remember. CX CX two X I believe. CX two X. It's if one of the not, smaller ones. Or no, it's, it was like it was like midsize. Oh god, I'm trying to. It it was very like it would be. It's perfect for making like trance, like early two thousands trance. But <laughs> it was the first thing that I had that had like an arpeggiator that had the the hold. So you could just like, oh, nice, pl- like arpeggiated chords. And that's when yeah. I kind of like, and then, you know, I could, it had a filter on it, which was, I was like, what the hell is that? And um, <laughs> yeah, cause I was listening to granddaddy, the uh, the mm-hmm. band, and they're like mm-hmm. alternative with heavy synth use. And I was, I basically just wanted to make my own versions of granddaddy songs. Um, <laughs> funny story about that yeah. is um, I had this and it had kind of like, it it would do like, piano sounds or whatever mm-hmm. it would I, it would so it, it, you could use it as just like an electric piano and I was hanging out with this this girl who was like this like singer songwriter um when I was in grad school and she was playing with that synth and she was like oh this is pretty cool I have a soundboard in my trunk and I was like I don't know what a soundboard is but okay go grab it and she brought in a Korg MS-2000 um and she was like I'll trade you and I was like, "Yeah, okay, so <laughs> I, I traded this <laughs> this c s two x for a quark m s two thousand and that was oh, my first man. like... Re- and that was that was really diving in head first because I didn't really know much about synth at the time, um so yeah, I had that for a while, and uh, oh, that's so cool. I think that's what really got me into it, and then, of course, I was playing with a lot, a lot of guitar pedals i I hadn't heard of uh modular modular at this point, but mm. um yeah, the CS2X right. was... Uh, I kind of look back and I kind of wish I still had it. It was It was kind of fun, but I might be romanticizing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now I just want to look it up and make sure I'm actually right. CS2X. And I think there was a one x too. Yeah, it was like a silver... Somebody out there... There's like one person out there listening that's like, I know that synth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, man, we got... I, got way off way off track with my story there um <laughs> so our, okay awesome. so what do you what do you uh what did you did you study like um engineering or anything in college like how do you get into the development side and i guess before we get into that like mm-hmm. what what made you want to get into into the development side of things
1: yeah that's a that's a great question uh so one of my my bandmates um he was he was saying like yeah I want to I want to learn how to build like guitar pedals I wanna I wanna learn how to make effects and I was like mm-hmm. yeah that sounds so cool like I I play music like I want to make I want to make you know the instrument like the pedals that make music and I remember there were some older guys that were like they were they were they had like like they had like like, like uh, really long hair and they were like playing mm. like proc rock and I was like whoa these guys they they know it and I knew that they were making their own pedals and I was like yeah mm-hmm. I gotta gotta get in on that and uh-huh. then my friend was like yeah <laughs> you should go you have to go and you know go to uh, ele- you gotta study electrical engineering that's where you learn all this stuff man so <laughs> like by a weird question I I enrolled in electrical engineering <laughs> <laughs> because I was under the impression that I was going to be, uh, you know,
0: learning how to make effects uh, a, a pedals, uh, <laughs> and when you find out that, that like no one who makes effects pedals learns how to, do, like, yeah, it I seems was just like waiting. very few people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting in class. Like,
1: okay, so when are we going to assemble the circuits? Okay, so when <laughs> is this happening? Like, when are we going to solder something? And like, it never happened. We were Did just you stick like with that just, program. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah? I, I mean, okay. I I I think it was just uh it took me like a one year a year a year to kind of just like get over the fact that maybe I would have to study making my pedals on my own. Uh-huh. But then I guess like I've always been kind of I've enjoyed, you know, uh, you know, um, like more of these kind of engineering things like mathematics and stuff like that has been like just naturally been drawn to that. But uh, I, I don't think, I think I think it was just a really, I think it was a good kind of plant of being able to, you know, study something that, uh, you know, um, I could I can always go and make effect pedals. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the first one you ever made? Effect pedals.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, oh, it was so bad. I think it, it didn't make any <laughs> sound. It was like a clone for a distortion pedal or something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I did made the like, same thing. Uh, and I, Oh. I wanted well I not the same thing I, I had the same kind of inspiration oh like you see the person with the like the gray box with no writing on it and you're like what's yeah, that yeah. I want it exactly. on that exactly
1: yeah secret <laughs> juice
0: yeah mm-hmm. I built a couple um, just from kits really the mm. only thing I've ever built from that wasn't a kit was like a little ring modulator um, mm. but yeah I did like Ooh. a, a, a oh, like a sub octave fuzz that actually was pretty cool Ooh. sounding I wish I still had that um, nice. Yeah, I just I really I mean I I really enjoyed doing it, but I never really mm. learned anything because except mm. for how to solder and how to read, mm. you know the guides yeah. and the kits. Yeah, or of whatever. course. But it's, but it's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It's really if you kind of get over the you don't like burn yourself while you're soldering and yeah. uh, <laughs> you, you don't inhale too many of the too much of the dangerous fumes. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's it's like any like broidering or you know these kind of these kind of sports it's 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 nice
0: yeah mm. so how do you get how do you get from going you know mm-hmm. getting into that program wanting to build um you know guitar pedals into you know a a, a gesture based like software hardware interface for for mm-hmm. performance i feel like that's a pretty <laughs> that's a pretty big pretty big leap there big leap
1: yeah no it's a it's a it's a it's a pretty Big, big leap and and for those of the, for those of you who don't know um, uh, Tim was referring to like uh, we so my company is called Genki Instruments and we are a, a music tech company from from Reykjavik and uh, the first product that we made is called Wave and it's a it's a ring that allows you to kind of use uh, movements to control sound. Um, and the inspiration for that was um, was actually came actually came in the final uh, final uh, as a final project. Uh, during my my uh, my electrical engineering studies, where I actually actually had the chance to kind of uh, use the knowledge that that we've been or like the, the what we've been learning and to uh, apply it uh, to a project. It was a, like a like a uh, uh, a, a um, yeah like a final finals project or something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, and I of course wanted to do something with music. And I had this grand vision of creating a modular instrument that you could you know, like combine, and there would be no wires. You could just combine <laughs> different modules together and put react in this this intelligent way or something to, to kind of be able to to morph the instrument and make it kind of go, you know, uh, in in all directions. So it would have these like kind of drum pads and then you can like stack them up together, not not entirely different from what Rowley Blocks then later became um, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure that they they stole the idea from me <laughs> <laughs> I, actually I'm not going official with that but oh. it might have been it might have been
0: they might have been well they came in on you they minds, might have yeah. been
1: looking in on you know the electrical engineering student uh, final project at the University of Iceland 2015 good year you know yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so and a tiny part of that was actually like a motion controller like a thing and um, mm-hmm. and we didn't really know what it was at the time um, but uh, um, through uh, luck and uh, and I guess uh, just the uh, being really naive, we applied for like this kind of uh, a program to build your own business. And I was just really driven just to like, just, okay, we have this crazy, crazy idea and, and we have there's this program and we have to apply because they will they will like fund us for the next three months and we could just do it, you know, for the summer and it would be great. And we applied and uh, we got in and then there we kind of just went head on with like, talking to musicians in Iceland and um, spoke to so many great artists here because there's a, the, the, the quality of, 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 artists and, 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 uh, and, and the scene here is really great. Um, mm-hmm. so we're really, I'm really thankful for all the people that, uh, that just said yes to a, to a, uh, uh to a kid that, <laughs> that coldly <Goldie laughs> reached out to them, um, so and there, there we were kind of discussing the like if this modular instrument should be a thing or not, or if there were any parts of it they're kind of intri- pique their interest or they were interested in. And uh, th- there um, we had this idea for the for the the, the the motion controller, and we kind of took that idea, pick for, for, bit forward, and realized that that was kind of the novelty and the new idea of this modular instruments or the modules that we had uh, actually was in this one box, and it. Like and then we prototyped it over the summer and we ended up with this huge uh, ice box c- kind of thing which people put on your on your on your uh, what's what's it called on your hand here and uh, would would wear it like that and it would be you, you could you know open a filter or whatever with just like basic hand movements mm-hmm. um, and that was in the summer of 2015 and then you know. Um, we uh, we were under the impression that we would be able to you know release the product by the end in the end in the end of the summer <laughs> because four four years to get there uh, uh-huh. and a lot of uh, a lot of lot of hard uh, hard work by the the team and and us to get it out there and uh, so it's a, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm you know really it's a it's a long long story but
0: uh, yeah but that was the That's... the
1: original kind of. Um, um, interesting uh, that where it all started
0: yeah i love that that it came out of that project and also like Mm -hmm. like most good most really cool things that i've noticed Mm -hmm. uh in the music world come out of like some sort of need that isn't being met by the the gear that exists so somebody's like well i guess i got to make the thing that i need um yeah now you mentioned earlier that you're talking about it being a, a modular instrument in the sense Mm -hmm. that it's you know it's its own module that interfaces with different things was it specific were you kind of specifically thinking about modular synthesis at the time or were you kind of trying to Mm -hmm. do what you're doing now where it's kind of across across the board
1: yeah i think we were i think we were not uh, i was not into modular so much at that time so it was more Mm -hmm. to thought of as like a like a digital interface i guess um, and I remember that one of the module it was a it was a, like a digital analog hybrid, and I was going to make a filter, a, a new filter design that was like yeah. digitally controlled, but you know had the analog circuitry. Um, and and the the key the like the 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 selling point was that it puts, it it has to be in a in a in a see through box, because then people will see the 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 electronics. They will see the amazing circuit design. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that, was, that was at that point that that was like my that was like the the drive, you know. Uh-huh. Okay, it's like exp- only from an engineering standpoint, to like, oh, people will they will
0: love the 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 circuit design, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But I've I've had like ideas too, where like I'm I'm I have this one very specific weird thing oh, that like no, yeah. this has to be it, and and like. I feel like was was there anybody who was like what? no you don't need to do that let's just make the product.
1: <laughs> so like it was like this was a business accelerator and there were like amazing people from like the startup community at in Iceland and we have like it's it's a it's a small community but there are some some like um uh, I don't know what to say high flyers but there's like people that are really accomplished mm-hmm. in like business and I was pitching them this idea <laughs> <laughs> and they were like I, I I don't know where to start. Like, where, yeah. where do we... <laughs> and the only guy that was like, just keep on going, like, like you rock. This is like, I love the enthusiasm. His name is Ari and he's the director at the University of Reykjavik. And he was like an engineer for NASA and, and he was like, he used to live oh, wow. in the States. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, this this rocks. Like, I totally, I would buy a filter where you can see the circuits uh-huh. circuitry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, I totally get it. The engineering <laughs> is gonna be amazing. And, um, and then I spoke, I, sp- I spoke with him about it like a couple of a couple of months ago, and I was like saying like, while everybody was like, the business case isn't good enough, like the the revenues won't match, like you can never build a business on this. But I was just—we were so driven at this time, like five years ago, just to build something and make something and create something. And and um, and and I was—I spoke to him like five uh, a, a couple of, of months ago, uh, and he was just like, "Yeah, I could just see your enthusiasm, and that's what's matter. Like mm-hmm. from from his yeah. perspective, the enthusiasm is what matters most, and then the business stuff that will just come later. You, it's very hard to go the other way around, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like that was That was really um encouraging for us like at this, at that point in time this, in the summer of two thousand and fifteen to get this yeah. great uh, kind of encouragement instead of just thinking like uh, <laughs> that, that the business case won't won't scale yeah
0: you know? yeah it's i mean i i've I've had a few you know older mentors mm. throughout my life you know in my younger days where mm. they saw what he saw in you and and I feel like without people like that. I know they're just so important, and like like you so said, important. he was he was your champion yeah. of this. What you thought was this idea that you thought was mm-hmm. really good, but he was you find mm-hmm. out later, you know, just saw absolutely. the enthusiasm and absolutely, yeah,
1: yeah. And at that point those... in time, the idea was so malleable, like it could go in any mm-hmm. way. Um, yeah, because um, we we're on the one, one hand talking about the filter, which you can see the circuitry, and the other hand of motion controller control everything. Uh, yeah you know, but then you have to go on this kind of really interesting design um
0: uh journey or 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 what have you um, yeah yeah, so i like I think that's the kind of the first thing a lot of people's mm-hmm. minds go to is a filter when they're when you're yeah. talking about a gesture you know something where you can wear a ring um mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I want to get into all the different stuff that you can do with it uh, mm-hmm. with the wave and all the different, yeah. it seems, it seems very versatile and there's a lot mm-hmm. of directions you could go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were mentioning earlier that it was almost like a big brick on the back yeah. here. You've now got it down to like a very, very like discreetly sized ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's gotta be exciting, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, let's, let's like go through it. Like other, other yeah. than I know, like the easy one is filter, mm-hmm. but I know yeah. there are m- multiple modes and interacts. Mm-hmm. You could use it with, Multiple uh, DAWs, so like you can control yeah. soft synths with it, or absolutely,
1: yeah, absolutely, get... yeah, we, yeah, totally. So what what we what we kind of strive to do with with uh, the ring is to to make it just to make these we we've, we've seen these gestural instruments or interfaces uh, come out in the past, and mm-hmm. uh, we felt that what what kind of lacked with them is that uh, it was really hard for the user to get started. It was really hard to just you know assign a movement easily to. Uh, to an instrument, or for people to have ideas. So what we kind of built around this is this, this kind of um, um, this way, uh, this, this this software layer, which is called SoftWave. Um, which allows the user just to to control or specify which movements he wants to use and for what. Um, we have six uh, different functions, so we have vertical, horizontal, a roll of the hand, and we have vibrato, which is kind of moving to the side, so you can like add pitch bend to when you're while you're playing the keyboard, which is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have a tap, so you can use it to, you know, trigger claps or hi hats or bass drums or whatever. Um, and uh, and then the final ones are just using the buttons, uh, and it sounds so simple. But having the buttons and this software together means that you can kind of use it almost as a remote. So you can you know be anywhere in the studio and press record. You can tap the tempo. You can you know use the the buttons to kind of move away from the computer, be more drawn to what you're doing. Um, so it kind of helps you stay in the flow. So. That's that's one of one of the one of the parts that that I like a lot. Just to use it as a as a remote, although a remote is a really bad word because it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah people immediately get the idea of a TV, TV remote. But
0: well, honestly, you know, I just yeah. got like yeah, that actually got kind of I hadn't thought of that, and I was like, oh, mm. that actually is cool because sometimes mm. like you know I've got a couple synth cases and stuff. Yeah, and my, my computer's back buried, and I have to go over. You know, yeah. like, if I could just like start and just I feel like that yeah that appeals to me
1: so exactly just as a just as a remote control i mean mm-hmm. and 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 i think the 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 gestures are are really interesting and then of of course, but what what we what, what what and and you can just do so many things with them you can you can set the you can for example lift your hand up and you can play a scale so you can quantize the diseases uh, use it as a quantizer and 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 you know uh, cr- create soundscapes with move your hand up and then use there's like a uh uh, change the temper of the sound with rolling your hands, and simultaneously kind of morph the sound, um, and which is really cool. And uh, and mm-hmm. you can really you know use it, for example, when playing with with strings. You can add you know add kind of. Um, it's not like a like a humanize button is really bad because it just makes everything a bit bad.
0: Uh-huh, but, we yeah. tra- <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we are at least we are trying to make it so that you can actually choose when to add you know the vibrato or. And, um, you know, people are using it with Spitfire Audio and that sweet as us just to add like sh- cello, when, uh, a vibrato to the cello when they're playing mm-hmm. or, you know, just a, a wide variety. And in the users and the community is really cool because they just surprise us with so many different things, you know.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, I, I'm sitting here looking at it like, what yeah. like, What would I do with that? And, and Yeah, yeah, so, of course. I just have some questions so you so basically mm-hmm. let's talk about it in the modular form for like Eurorack. Yeah. You've got mm-hmm. um like a 4HP yeah. mo- actual module and then yeah. what is it like four or five or six outputs on that? Yeah. Yeah, So you got <clears throat> you got
1: four continuous outputs which is plus minus 5 volts uh, mm-hmm. and that's uh for the the um for the vertical horizontal roll and then the vibrato. The Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the the, the lowest uh, these are just uh, vertically stacked, and the lowest two are for uh, tap, so you can you know tap or clap or whatever, and then you can uh, gate using the 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 button the the uh, button on the ring. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and we were really we really found that like uh, uh, that it was really important, especially for the modular world, for there to be as little latency as possible. So we kind of over engineered this. Completely, completely went over, <laughs> like over our heads, and we designed uh-huh. our own protocol. So there's basically less than one millisecond of latency. So you oh, can wow. really clap, and you really feel the beat. And it's, uh-huh. and I, I, I think it's pretty amazing uh, to use it that way. Um, and we've seen, been seen, 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 some amazing streams where people are like just like clapping in a beat on the, with their modular going, and then using the button to trigger a sample, and it's, it's amazing. So yeah
0: yeah it seems um, like something that i'm I'm always feeling is a little lacking in modular performance mm-hmm. um, is just something to look at other than yeah. somebody just kind of slowly twisting knots or whatever like yeah. <laughs> I think visual artists have yeah. been very helpful to us, but mm-hmm. I think I just imagine something like this where mm-hmm. and you know it's it's i think a lot of people think of like a a controller as almost like, oh well, I can do kind of like um like a theremin type thing, but this sounds like it's much, like much, much more like, it sounds like you could do a lot, but you'd have to like practice with it. And, but if you did, you could get pretty good with it. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, it, it like runs the gamut from being like, just like as a gimmick, just like moving your hand up with a filter all Uh the way to being people like incorporating it into like a, like a 15 minute performance only with the rings like we've been seeing that as well which is just wow amazing and you can get really yeah. professional with it and it really it, I think I'm really just proud of being having a product out there that people are like relying relying on you know in like concert halls we've been having like talking about theremin we have an amazing theremin thereminist called Carolina Ike and she's been mm-hmm. playing with symphony orchestras using waves to add expression to her theremin play
0: Oh wow, that's so which cool. is just
1: absolutely amazing. It blows my mind to see it. She yeah. was, I think, she was playing with the the the, the I think it was the Hamburg uh, orchestra. It was just and just broadcast on live TV in in Germany. It was breathtaking, um, and like and like you said, like having twisting the knobs and and it's because um, I think that was also like the our reason for making the ring uh, and making it a ring uh, instead of just making it a wristband that had to do with the, the having the buttons and having the direct controls, you could actually just turn it off whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, but it also made, makes for it, you can use other instruments, or you can play it, and you can also, make, if you would like to have it as a visual, uh, as a live performance element, you definitely can. Just go oh. all over and just dancers have been using it. Um, so, oh, wow.
0: Yeah, so it's, um, I mean. It, so if you know, I'm, I'm playing with it, and mm-hmm. I'm controlling like some pitch or something like mm-hmm. that. You like as I'm going, I can I can just access some buttons on there to turn yeah. that off, so I could move my hands to actually adjust things, and it won't mess with the sound.
1: No, it won't mess with the sound. You can just that's, like that's at such a crucial point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: yeah. Do know you're not evil. stuck like, think, to it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's not like the theremin where you're like uh, uh, where like you're stuck <laughs> in mid... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Both yeah. hands kind of feel like. <laughs> um, so it's um yeah but theremin i mean that was such a um theremin was a huge inspiration and uh for uh, for me personally uh i think uh, i uh, i think the theremin was a really uh, just a really an amazing an amazing instrument um and the story of the instrument uh from uh theremin, um uh, it's it's really amazing. I think many of your uh, of your audience will uh, enjoy a book, and I'm just gonna so I don't butcher the name.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: but, um, yeah, it's called "Other Music and Espionage" um, by Albert G-Glinski, Um and it's about uh, theremin and about okay. uh, you know his life and uh, how he came up with the idea of the theremin, uh, and it's. It's just happened in you know in a, such a an amazing. I'm not amazing, just a uh, you know a difficult time in this in the Soviet Union. So it's and it, it covers that, and it covers him coming to America, and it. I I don't want to spoil anything because it's just such an amazing read. Uh
0: huh. Um,
1: there's just so many things that 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 uh, that uh, tie into it, because he was of of course a scientist and a visionary, but also, uh, you know. Um, uh, yeah, working in a gulag. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So it was, yeah, it's a, that it's sounds a like a good read. Yeah. yeah I'm going to look a, that one up.
0: It's it's, it's nice yeah. to hear you speak with such admiration and reverence for, mm-hmm. for the theremin and the, kind of the history of it and everything, mm-hmm. because I could see as somebody in your position, I could mm-hmm. see a lot of people maybe misunderstanding your product and just being like, well, is mm-hmm. it just, is that just a theremin? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does that does that happen very often i'm happy like but yeah i'm happy to hear that you you have this respect and admiration for it
1: yeah no it's it's abso- absolutely it, it it is what it is but it, from uh at the time at the time when it was when it was created and it was envisioned and it's uh it's uh it's uh, it's uh, it's, uh, it's amazing yeah
0: mm-hmm. did that have much of an uh influence on you like you wanting to design this Mm. this product or did you maybe get into that after you had already kind of started designing what you've made Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i think i got i think i was i think i always knew about the the theremin um but uh i i don't think it had a a, a huge impact on when we were you know initially starting out but Mm -hmm. uh, I, i always it was always in the back of my mind but and then yeah then you start digging into like the 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 you know the the uh yeah the the history of the of the theremin and you know the influence that it's had on 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 people like like Robert Moog and uh mm-hmm. you know you know Robert he started he 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 started his career by selling you know by building his own theremins and building theremin kits that's how Robert Moog started out which is uh-huh. kind of amazing so yeah um and uh, I think it, yeah it's just like something that's ripped out from a sci-fi uh Novel, but it was actually like in the you know 1918 or something 19 you know around that time, which is
0: just yeah, like, yeah. I mean, speaking yeah. of, of sci-fi, it feels kind of yeah. like what you're doing, like has a bit of a sci-fi feel to it. I mean, maybe because <laughs> I feel a little old school, but like I feel yeah. I'm I'm wondering, like, what do you think is is the future mm. of like electronic music performance? Do you think like do you like do you think it's gesture based? Do you think there's going to be more things? Like coming out, like, what do, you, what do you, I know you can't tell the future, but like, how do you, how do you imagine it? Like, I feel like you're in a unique position to, to imagine what the, fu- like the future of electronic performance is like.
1: Yeah. Wow. I think it's a, it's a great question. I, I mean, honestly, I, I'm just really, you know, I, I, am just really humble to actually. <laughs> have a product out in the world that people are using and that's kind of mm-hmm. I would mostly say uh, almost to say that's eno- enough for me um uh-huh. i think you know if 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 people are able to you know what we've heard from people that use our product that that they always get noticed that that it's something that draws people in and that get, gets them captivated and kind of more engaged with you know live music i think that's just that that's just amazing from 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 our standpoint um mm-hmm. so and i'm i'm not sure i think like gesture instruments have been struggling a lot um I, I think and it's not kind of broken into the mainstream and maybe this is just you know just a matter of matter of time i don't know i think there's some really exciting um uh, developments happening of course like the roly seaport for many people that has been a great source of inspiration now you have the osmosi from uh from uh, uh, expressive E coming out, which is which is from at least from what I've heard and seen, just like really, really cool. Have you have you have you heard about that one? I'm not familiar okay. with that one. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's really cool. It's like uh they are adding like they're adding more expression to the the keyboard. They're keeping the mm-hmm. form factor, but they're adding mm-hmm. like uh, vibratos and like really getting the touch, uh, this sensitivity of the keys, really great. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a synthesizer, full blown synthesizer with a with a built-in uh, sound engine so i think that's that's um, really exciting um, so but uh, from a gestural uh, standpoint i think i think i still think that that most people feel this when they're making music at, that, that the, the digital realm gives so much uh, control and you can have do so many things but a lot of the time you're kind of almost have a, like a fight against the computer or mm-hmm. you kind of experience this kind of like you're not able to get your your the same amount of emotion as you're just playing a classical guitar, and you're able to like fully engage with the instrument, yeah, and the laptop should be that in the mm-hmm. end. Um, at least that's what how I feel. and if if or or like maybe maybe not the laptop in its incarnation or like the computer should allow us to fully express ourselves um, mm-hmm. and add emotion and add you know uh, kind of at least something more, more bandwidth into the computer, I think. Uh, than we currently yeah. have, which is just like a button or like a mouse. It's not really a
0: musical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I see you. I see exactly what you're see, saying. you see what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh...
0: And I, I well, and it's funny, you know, sitting here listening to, especially after just kind of getting a, a really in-depth uh, mm-hmm. explanation of all all you can do with it. Mm. I'm I'm already rolling through ideas in my head of like, okay, what would I do with it? Yeah, yeah. And what's kind of exciting to me about something mm. like this um is because I'm a guitar player and you know mm. I, I grew up playing drums and guitar, mm-hmm. the one thing that I really do miss on synths and modular is like mm. getting like physically getting into it like when you're mm. into a groove like I'm not mm-hmm. much of a dancer <laughs> but I'm I'm thinking of like okay well it's fun to have these intricate movements like a scale or you know or strumming a chord progression mm-hmm. I feel like you could you know this feels like almost like learning a whole new instrument on top of mm-hmm. this this crazy like mm-hmm somewhat sentient machine that I'm always interacting
1: with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I, I it's such a huge, that, that's, that's uh part of the design problem that we are facing. Like we, we really wanted to like fit nicely on top of what you already have. So it's mm-hmm. not, you don't get the feeling that, like, like, as a guitar player, you would never pick up an oboe because oboe is a, com- like, then you have to go through yeah. all the struggle that you did, like, years ago and all the blistered fingers and all the the, the countless hours or something like crap, uh, mm-hmm. um,
0: <laughs>
1: which we have, like, all, like, we kind of forget about this, but it, like, I have a little brother and he, and like, and he, he went through pr- practicing the violin, like, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, so you know, it's it's uh, it squeaks a lot and it takes a long time to master. So right. if we we really want to have tools that can just feel natural and feel good to use and uh, mm-hmm. I think the best feedback that we've gotten is that it feels easy for people to get started using it and um, using wave as a tool for adding expression into their music that's the highest compliment uh, the yeah. highest compliment for me as an engineer is just, it just works. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> as like a, as a novelist, you would expect the, the highest compliment to be like piercing into the deepest parts of the human existence or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But from an engineer, it's just it just works. <laughs> you
0: know, I hadn't thought about that, but that's I imagine <laughs> yeah. that's a huge that's like a huge uh, just um, problem to solve. It's like, yeah, because you want it to be because if you make it too easy, then yeah. it I wonder, does it then? Or do you run the danger of maybe falling into a gimmick, like you had yeah. mentioned earlier? Oh, you know, because yeah. if it's too easy, then you can't mm. get intricate with it. So yeah, you like bridging that gap. I can see that being a huge challenge. Oof, yeah,
1: and it's still. I mean, it, I think it's. I think we're not. I mean, we're not nearly there yet. But I, I really hope that, like, we're really trying our best to make it as a as a really useful tool to musicians not to mm-hmm. have it as a gimmick. We've spent so much time to try to make it. But of course, that's, I mean, up to musicians to, to eventually uh, um, choose, you know, if it, if it feels like a gimmick and that's, that's how it is, but please let us know so we can try to fix it <laughs> and make it better, you know.
0: Well, I think um, having all the different parameters and then being able to turn mm, them off is yeah. like, like, that's just, that's huge. That, that's, that's, that's when my idea started kind mm. of flying. You know, mm, when, oh, when you're describing so it. you know, like, and, you know, I'm thinking like, yeah. I'll just run you through some ideas because yeah, I'm they keep popping through my head, but like, you're running it in, <laughs> I'll just like running it into a switch, you know, so I can like, okay, I can turn it off and then I can switch. Okay, now I'm controlling this parameter with this gesture. I'll turn that off for a second and then run that into a switch. And now I'm controlling a different parameter. You know, just that way you yeah. could you could get more out of the the movements over a maybe an extended period of time. You know, for, for sure. like maybe the, the first piece I'm you know for sure a, you know, doing a filter sweep and then the mm-hmm. next one I'm controlling some FM mm-hmm. or something like that. For um, sure. And then you can
1: um you can also the range of the parameters. So we've tried to spend a long time to try to make the kind of the mapping from uh gesture from a movement uh I don't know, I feel so torn on using the word gesture because mostly yeah. when people think about gesture, it just kind of, like, people get this kind of, like, uh, gesture. Mm-hmm. Like, would I ever use gesture, the word gesture in a conversation?
0: Yeah. Like, wouldn't <laughs> I just use
1: movement or, like... Right, right, yeah. I, I don't know, like, gestural interface, it kind of, it just, it's kind of like a yeah I don't know oh, okay <laughs> uh, so, yeah so um yeah, so you can actually tune the movement so you can have the the range of the movement how large you want it to be you can that's oh, okay. completely configurable and also the range of the output so we have these uh, these mappings that you can just use configurable. So you can, you know, map it out to your instruments and make them work uh, with okay. the
0: software, software. So you won't have to run it into an attenuator or something first. You can kind of get that range what you want it for
1: absolutely but yeah both in the both in the modular world and in the in in the in the in the software world there's okay. we have these both so you have plus in the modular you have plus minus 5 but you can tune it to be whatever you want and we mm-hmm. have it you can do this configuration on the ring itself so you don't need to even to have a computer
0: that's you what i was going to ask if i yeah. if i'm just doing modular do mm-hmm. i just need the core hp module and the ring and that's yeah. i'm good to go absolutely and then you can you know you can add
1: uh all the movements and the input and output ranges on the ring i mean I, it's a menu type i know but it's yeah. still it's at least a solution that's at least better than having you know a comp, having to have uh, re- revert, revert back to the computer just to tune I, one parameter yeah.
0: you know there's no yeah. way there's there'd be no way to get around. i think i think yeah. i would definitely Be Mm -hmm. I would I would be just fine with some menu diving if it meant that I didn't have to bring my tablet or my laptop to the venue because I'm sure you can still edit it all through the computer at home
1: and then bring those yeah
0: yeah. for sure yeah Yeah. so yeah menu diving is not an issue there
1: absolutely yeah and and I totally hear you with like we really try to put ourselves in the position of uh, the traveling musician and in terms of of course you know we have it it comes with a box. So you can always have it in a in a in, because it's quite quite small, um, mm-hmm. the ring uh, and it comes with the box and it comes with just a, a standard micro USB cable. So there's no kind of a uh, you, if you lose the cable, you can just pick up another one and plug it okay. in. Um, and you were using you know just like standardized um, communication layer. We're using Bluetooth. Bluetooth gets a really bad rap, but we're trying to change that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but at least it's something that you you don't need a dongle to your computer. You can it just connects. Automatically and um, yeah, so we're just really trying to make it. You know, as I think we are kind of trying to uh, quote unquote innovate in 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 a particular part of the the problem. We shouldn't try to you know uh, figure out a find a, 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 a come up with a new wheel in every single position. Absolutely. You know, you yeah. know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, so, yeah. And if you're getting, I mean, if if you yeah. got, yeah, I know Bluetooth has kind of a bad rap, but if mm-hmm. you're getting that you know, that, that small amount of latency that you're talking through yeah. Bluetooth, like that's, that's yeah. pretty, that's mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Um, yeah. I keep thinking, so I, I, I go, I've been doing this thing lately. I've got it sitting mm-hmm. right in front of me. I've got this, uh, oh, this nice. just the little like one Oh four HP for you set up. Nice. And uh, I actually use a, a, a poly end anywhere to bat. So I can power this off of a battery Oh, um, nice. and I've been going and shooting, like I've been going into like, uh, you know, like the mountains and like doing these performances oh. and shooting video. Um, and, I'm, and I keep thinking of like, how could I, how wow. I use that, like get that yeah. in? Because at first I was looking at it, it's like, well, how big is the module? Okay, it's small. Mm. And I went on a modular grid. It doesn't pull mm. much power either. So
1: no. yeah, it's just yeah. a couple of milliampers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, I'll, I'll send you a module. You can try it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, I'll, I'll love that. That'd be awesome. yeah um, I have one more question about the um, mm-hmm. what was it? It was about oh, have you seen anybody use two by chance?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We we've had, talking about this um, this performance element. We have mm-hmm. we have had we had this uh, Norwegian performer that 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 composed a complete live show with generating music and you know changing it with two rings. Just her on stage, completely vulnerable with a full uh, a live venue in front of her. The rings, computer, uh, you know, 10 meters away uh, or 50 meters away or something. It was, I mean, it, wow. kind of, it kind of, yeah, it was absolutely, it was stunning to see that um, as a way just to, you know, and, and like, I, I just get so amazed by, you know, people that are actually like there are artists that are really going into this putting themselves in this position it's just it's, yeah.
0: amazing. it's that, amazing that that kind of so much respect yeah so much that respect. sounds well one that's crazy like so that has that much range yeah 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 that's a long way that's a long <laughs> yeah. way to to go like just distance wise mm-hmm. from the thing it's mm-hmm. controlling um and also i was going to ask and it sounds like you just answered the question but i'm curious mm-hmm. if there's more examples like where mm-hmm. you've seen somebody use mm-hmm. your product in a way that you never expected to see it kind of surprised you
1: mm-hmm. yeah for sure i think um um there was this guy that uh, he he, uh, he so we did the indiegogo campaign in 2018 he was one of the mm-hmm. early early backers and he's been using the ring constantly since then um, his name is uh, is bruno uh, Mertonau at instagram i encourage people to go out and check out his, his instagram it's it's Dot Tonau. It's really cool. And uh, he recently did a video where he where he had a, a robotic arm that he had made and he was using the ring to control the robotic arm. So he was oh, re- wow. moving the arm and the robotic arm was moving uh, in synchronous with the, with the movement. Wow. That was mind-blowing. And it went viral. So I think it's been watched uh, like uh, close to a million times now. Uh, oh, wow. Just this short shot. And it's because it's so cool. It's so, I mean... This control problem, this like getting—I mean, of course, we've had so many different ideas about using it. The ring in other circumstances, in particular, um, mm-hmm. so that kind of blew us away. There was also a guy that uh, that uh, that was really keen on buying it because he wanted to to use it with his uh, smart home. So he had uh-huh. a really elaborate <laughs> smart home configuration and he was using it. And he showed us how he was using it. It was super cool. Like I was like, "What are you going to use it for your smart home? Like who would use?" That? And I was like. Oh my god, I want this. Like (laughs) (laughs) just as a way of like turning off the lights, dimming the lights, turning out, you know, you know, romantic switch,
0: whatever. That's crazy. Then that I feel like that that's a kind of a testament to just the cool design, you know, like it's it's so versatile. And you you know, for people to use it for non-musical like because that's that was the whole reason you got, did you ever imagine that anybody was going to use it for non-musical uses oh my
1: god no not not the ring as is no for, yeah. for sure but we've of course we've kind of we've, we've we've kind of tried to to design it in a way that kind of it would work in other settings like there's nothing mm-hmm. on the screen there's no kind of music bubbles or nothing that it's intrinsically mm-hmm. musical but um but uh, we we decided to go for and, and make it in terms of for music because of course we're huge music lovers and we thought that having like a product like like the ring out there for musicians it would really be a testament that it would be a good that the technology would be good enough because like musicians i think there's this quote by an instrument designer i keep forgetting his name but i think that in the ranks of like how, how difficult things are to implement is that it's con- consumer electronics military and then music is the hardest oh, wow. thing yeah because, because musicians, they're so like, everything has to be perfect for mm-hmm. it to kind of, you know, uh, register and to feel good to play. And I think feeling has so much to do with it in the end mm-hmm. that, yeah. uh, you know, you, you wouldn't kind of say to your, you, know, you wouldn't compare your guitar to your kind of consumer electronics. That's, you know keeps turning off for whatever reason but the guitar is just like this this instrument this beautiful extension of yourself um that 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 uh that we really wanted to try to make it in in that way so yeah yeah so
0: well that shows mm-hmm. it I that like i i feel like that it that, ex- that excitement that that uh professor saw you in you early. Like I feel like that's, that's still visible. And that's, and that's always cool. Like just for me, I talk to so many people who, who make things, you know, and it it becomes their job, you know, Mm. this passion becomes their job. And, um, it's just so nice to still see people who, uh, Whose passion becomes their job have mm. that same level of of drive and excitement for what they're doing because yeah. without that, I mean that, I feel like that shows in a product it shows in music for sure I think and I yeah, think wow. I think musical you know music gear is uh mm. is an extension of somebody's self you know their expression and and what they want to see in the mm. world and it's art in a way I think
1: mm, that's so, so interesting uh,
0: yeah so uh, I I see I see the passion man. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, let's see. I think we're that. I think we're mm. flying through this. Oh yeah, yeah. We're getting. We're closing in on an hour.
1: Um, All right. Cool. Can, I add, can yeah. I add? One one thing. Yeah. Thank you. So mm. yes, yeah, So I, I, was just, I was just just going to say that uh, we just released this um, talking about trying to make um, you know as a, for for a broader scale and a broader audience. I think um, we just released this update for the module, the 4HP module. We call it Wavefront. Um, and we just released this update that's just free for everyone that has a Wavefront, um, and it, it it essentially makes it so that you can connect your your iPad or your computer directly to the Wavefront and then stream MIDI data to it. So, and we have a Touch OSC um, uh, layout that we've made and uh, it basically works directly with the the Wavefront module, and it's uh, really really cool to be able to control modular from you know back of the room or when when we will finally have live events again you can maybe l- make the ipad go go around and people
0: can interact with it oh my god menu. that's a really fun idea like yeah. It, yeah just pass it around like all right you help me play the set for a few minutes all right now you help me play i like yeah. that yeah Why not? that sounds like fun <laughs> well Oliver, man this has been yeah. this has been really fun uh they're, yeah, man. They're, Likewise. they're always good when they fly by um mm-hmm. Can tell it's a good conversation. Um, mm-hmm. So, where do people find your stuff? Where Where do you yeah. want people to go visit you?
1: Yeah, let's. Um, it's Aðistork at uh, Seljatanes, Iceland.
0: No, <laughs> I was gonna say you're gonna have to take that one from the top. <laughs>
1: yeah, just please. Uh, <laughs> we're underneath Artna Coffeehouse. <laughs> uh, no, no, you can you can visit com and find more about us. All right. Uh, um well thanks man. This was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, likewise. I'm Thank gonna... you so much for, for letting me come and, and and speak with you, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely.
0: All right, that's our show. Thank you so much, Oliver, for uh, giving me some of your time to chat about Genki Instruments. And thank you all for coming back to Podular Modcast. If you would like to help keep the LEDs blinking over here at Podular Modcast, please visit patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. Also hit up that Discord server. It's been a lot of fun interacting with you all over there. Send me your comic book suggestions. Uh, What else? Go check out afterlateraudio.com. Go check out that 4MS input expander um, and the percussion interface. It's so much fun. Um, The Bog uh, from After Later is, is really really cool. I highly suggest you check that out. Um, what else do we got to talk about? Oh yeah, the Harmonic Shift Oscillator from the new System Instruments Company, the new a new modular company. That's so exciting. It's always fun to to see uh, a new company pop up, and it's such a fun module to play with. Um, please check out my uh, my Wyoming videos. I think by the time you're, you're listening to this, three of them will be on YouTube. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun making those. Um, I think that's about it. Until next week.